recently I realized that I've been doing what I do for quite some time. And depending on where you come into Dane's world, I, when I ran a fitness center years ago, the head maintenance guy would always go, Dane's world, Dane's world, Dane's world. I hadn't thought about it in a long time. But I was on a community trailblazer call recently. And toward the end, I said something about wake up me amazing or embrace the crap or whatever I said. And I realized that the group didn't all know the core of Danish rules. And what I'm doing today or what you're going to listen to today is a rebroadcast from 2018, which was my first go round of podcasting. And I just wasn't very consistent, wasn't sure exactly what my message was, but the core, there are now at least five main Danish rules or rules to aging with awesomeness that you will catch tomorrow. But before I do that, I wanted to let you know that these are the top 10 rules, the 10 rules that I live with and work on every single day. And you will hear me repeat over and over and over again. So grab your headphones, grab your earballs, and if you want to grab pen and paper, go ahead and do that too. But at the end of the day, the, make sure that you remember that every day is a great day, to dream big, dream often, and dream out loud. Never waste a heartbeat, and you'll hear all about them coming up right now. Go be amazing. Wake up and be amazing. I'm Dane Boyle of DaneBoyle.com. I help visionaries, entrepreneurs, and executives move beyond their obstacles and create massive transformation through personal development, mindset, fitness, nutrition, and community by turning positivity into possibility. I'm a positivity coach, life coach, success coach, health coach, writer, dreamer, and visionary, ready to assist you in breaking through your self-imposed prison spiritually, mentally, and physically. You have everything inside of you to make it happen. I have the gifts of intense listening and compassion, creativity, and focus. Let's get into action together. Schedule a discovery call and get started. What's the best that can happen? Welcome to episode two of Think and Be Fit, top 10 rules of Danish on Dane. So these are my rules, things that I've developed in my lifetime through teachings, through mentoring, through reading, and I just decided to put them on paper. I've been spouting these rules for several years. The rules have expanded. The idea of the rules ultimately came from years ago working with a client that had told me that I reminded her of Jethro Gibbs from NCIS, and at that time I had never seen an episode. Several years later, I finally saw some episodes and I watched him number his rules to life. And these are my top 10, and the rules go on, and they have continued to expand. And throughout the podcast life, I will continue to add to the rules. But the foundation are completely based on the following top 10 rules. I hope you enjoy. I would love to hear comments and feedback. And if you're on Anchor FM, you can literally call in and click and leave a voice comment. And I would be more than happy to add that to a future episode. So I want to ask you to please engage. Don't be passive. Absorb them. Read them. Study them. Go to the show notes so you can read them or print them out. And let's think and be fit. How are you today? 
every day is a great day. That is what my answer will be if we run across each other, if we see each other. For those that see me in the grocery store, those that see me walking on the street, I will always tell you every day is a great day. That is rule number one of Danish. So when you think about that, think about the sentiment, think about the statement. Every day is a great day. It doesn't say some days, it doesn't say good day, it doesn't say sometimes. It's every day is a great day. It tells you that I believe when I wake up, I have the opportunity to make today the best day I've ever lived. Now, will it be perfect? I don't know. Will things happen? Absolutely. Will you be derailed sometimes on your mission, your path at work and life? But you were blessed to have this day. When I go back into my early teaching career and I would walk into the field house and I would see Coach Z and I would ask him, how are you today, Coach? And he would always answer me, every day is a great day. And to be honest with you, back then, I really thought he was full of crap. Like, there is no way this guy can be this damn happy every single day. I mean, I'm a young coach at the time, and young in that I was new to the profession, not young at life necessarily, as I became a teacher in middle school, and then a high school teacher and coach at around the age 30 with three children in elementary school. And you know, like every young parent or most young parents, you're kind of struggling, you're starting to start a second career, and money was tight, and, and you need ballet shoes and cleats and books and you want to provide your children with, with a great home and, and perhaps some material goods. And you certainly want to feed them. And I just didn't understand how he could be so happy. But I heard it day in, day out, week after week, month after month. And then over the next couple of years, and actually several years, because not only did I have the pleasure of working side by side with Coach Z on the, in cross country and on the football field and on the track, he later became both of my boys track coach so that was our entire um, high school career and I kept hearing it over and over and over and over and you are a product of what you tell yourself so if you said if I woke up and you said how are you today and I said every day sucks just another Monday damn Monday I hate Mondays or thank God it's Friday you are what you tell yourself you are what you say you are what you hear in your head your own self-talk either positive or negative. So every day now, and because he planted the seed, he began to sow the seed, I'm now harvesting that seed every day and passing it on to you. So rule number one of Danish is every day is a great day. Here's your trainer challenge. The next time somebody asks you, how are you? Look at him in the eye, give him a high five and say, every day is a great day. It is time to take responsibility. That is Rule number two of Danish, take responsibility. I challenge you to take ownership for all of your actions, for all of your decisions, good or bad. So take responsibility. Take ownership. Again, you are making the decision, right decision, wrong decision. It is your decision. So if you have to apologize, if you have to say it'll never happen again, then do it. If you make a great choice and it brings you success, then own it. Even when my son was three and a half, I guess, I just built my very first home. So we worked with the builder, we saw it from a piece of land to where he put in a septic system, ran electricity, watched them pour the foundation. Actually, they actually brought in dynamite first to blow up the Texas Hill Country rock so they could put in the septic system before the foundation was put in. 
And I om- I believe the day we closed on the house, the day we got the keys, the day we took ownership, the day we signed a 30-year note. Again, Kevin was about three years old. He took a marker and he drew on the outside of the house. And man, was I freaking hot. So I don't remember yelling at Kevin or anything like that, but I do remember telling him that it was wrong and that you don't write on the house. And we got in the car and he was upset because he knew he'd done wrong and he'd gotten in trouble. He went to the local hardware store and in tears, he's like, and I was like, tell the man what you did and how, and ask how you can fix it. So he had to explain that he wrote on the wall and he wanted to clean it up. And his daddy said he had to clean it up. So the gentleman gave Kevin a wire brush and some sort of solvent. And we, we said, thank you. We bought it. We went back to the house and Kevin scrubbed on it. So we taught him responsibility. Was it life or death? No. Was it a coachable moment? Absolutely. And so therein lies the moment that as a parent, I got to teach him a lesson in responsibility. He's a grown man today, has his own family, and I'm sure he's teaching responsibility too. This rule is a little shorter. It's pretty straightforward. Just take ownership. Don't lie about it. Don't think so hard on it when maybe you made the wrong choice or you didn't make the right choice, but take ownership each and every day in every action you take. For every action you take, there is an equal and opposite reaction. That's one of Newton's laws and it holds true. So what are you going to do when the going gets tough and you didn't make a decision, perhaps with integrity, will you take ownership? So I challenge you to take responsibility in everything that you do. Rule number two, take responsibility. It is time for rule number three of Danish. Embrace the crap. Almost always when I say embrace the crap, when I explain the rules, when I talk to people, I get them to crinkle their eyes, turn their head to the right or left, kind of shrug their shoulders like, what the heck are you talking about? Like exactly embrace the crap. I told the story or asked the question, have you ever shoveled manure before? And if they say yes, I continue. If they say no, I ask if they know anybody who has shoveled manure manure before. If they haven't done either, I'm like, do you know what manure is? And they're like, yes. So I want you to imagine shoveling manure onto or into the garden, onto the flower bed. When you do that in early spring and then you get rain, what happens? The garden blooms. The flowers bloom. So you get through something that is gross, dirty, and beauty happens. When life puts you mired in crap, when you're standing in shit, It's not fun. It might be terrible and you might think it's going to go on forever. Well, I promise you that it won't go on forever. And you will have learned from it. You will grow from it. You will prosper from it. And when you begin to embrace the hard times, embrace the trouble, seek out difficult times, you will grow. You will be better for it. Our brains are designed to prevent us from discomfort. We tend to avoid discomfort. We tend to avoid the crap. But when you begin to embrace the crap, you look for things that are going to challenge you. They're going to be stinky. They're going to be messy. They're going to be hard. They're going to be challenging. Be amazed where you come from, how you come out of it, how you become a beautiful flower because you grow. And then when you embrace the crap, you grow from it, you can share it with somebody and tell them how you took a struggle, a problem, getting kicked down, getting punched in the throat, 
You embrace the crap. You took ownership of the crap. You took responsibility. You know that every day is a great day. And now look where you are. Look who you are. Look how you have prospered. You've grown. And then you don't become complacent. You look for the next and 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 the next. And when you take all of those things that are crummy, stinky, and hard, you grow, you grow, you grow, you bloom, you prosper, you share, and you thrive. So embrace the crap. Don't avoid it. Take it head on. And the next time it happens and the next time it's hard and you know somebody's bitching and complaining because life is hard, because life is difficult, I want you to look at them. I want you to tell them to embrace the crap and then tell them and share the story and ask them if they've ever shoveled manure. Know anybody who shoveled manure. And then I want to ask them or I want you to ask them what happens when they did it. Did the flowers bloom? Did the roses turn beautiful on Mother's Day? Absolutely. So challenge yourself to embrace the crap. Hit it head on. Challenge your friends. Challenge your family members. Challenge your coworkers to embrace the crap. Become better for it because you too will prosper because you embraced the crap. Goal-oriented people find ways. Rule number four of Danish. Goal-oriented people find a way to get it done. If you know your why, you figured out your why, you'll kick down doors. You won't let barriers, inhibition, prevent you from succeeding. And it ultimately is what we become chasing our goals, pursuing our goals, that's important. How did you change from the time you set a goal to the time you accomplished that goal to the time you didn't think you were going to accomplish that goal, but you kept going and going and going? And for example, in Think and Be Fit podcast, which I had the idea and have had the idea for well over a year, about eight or nine months ago, according to the original um, recording of this podcast, I was going to start. I was going to make it weekly. wasn't sure how many minutes. wasn't sure the complete content. And then I didn't do it. But I didn't forget. I kept thinking and tweaking and thinking and tweaking. And then I had a conversation where I was reminded that it's in the doing that success comes. In our journey, there will be trials and tribulations. Even in this new podcast, new platform that I'm blessed to be using... Over the last week to 10 days, I was like, well, how do I do it? Do I really have content that people are going to be interested in? And so much of this is almost for me and my mental health and my belief system to grow each and every day if I have the opportunity and pleasure to share it. So I wasn't sure how to do it. I procrastinated and procrastinated. But today, as you're listening, I put it on my calendar to wake up, make a few notes, and begin to record because I set the goal I now have people that expect and anticipate content on a weekly basis. And if they're going to take time out of their busy, hectic schedule and listen to what I have to say, I want to make sure that there's value in it. So rule number four is goal-oriented people find ways. They will get it done. They will find focus and they cannot fail. They may fail, actually. I said they cannot. But oftentimes, I was a former science teacher and we have a hypothesis, right? That's our belief system, what we think will happen. And sometimes we do fail. We tweak it and we go back again. We tweak it and we go back again. We tweak it and we go back again. That is how you cannot fail. Because when you do not quit, you will not fail. And the world is for triers. Keep trying, trying, and trying again. And set those goals and find ways to succeed. And ensure that you know your why so that you can set those goals and become a goal-oriented person today. Rule number four of Danish, goal-oriented people find ways. Go with goal-oriented people. Rule number five of Danish. 
Rule number four of Danish is goal-oriented people find ways. So when you set goals, you'll find a way. When you surround yourself with like-minded people, you're more likely to succeed in your goals. You are the product of the five people you hang around the most. Look around you. What are the temperaments and personalities of the people around you? Are they happy, sad, positive? Are they movers, shakers, dreamers, doers, believers? Do you want to be like them? Do you want to emulate them? Do you like their personality traits? Do they smile? Do they frown? Do they pout? Do they jump for joy? Do you see the passion in their heart about life by waking up and being amazing? Who do you want to be like? What do you want to be like? So think about what you are, who you are, where you want to be, how you want to grow, and begin looking for those people that do what you're looking for. Do the things, follow the things, find successful people, and understand and know that successful or success leaves clues. Over the last couple years, on the Monday morning of the Boston Marathon, where less than 10% of age group athletes can even qualify for that particular race, I've had the pleasure of waking up early, grabbing my phone, sending a text or text, actually several texts, to about eight people. And what I've done that morning is congratulated them on their success. I have wished them luck on their journey. And I sit back and follow them through either the internet or TV, depending where I am. And I just get a big smile on my face thinking, wow, I'm blessed to know people who set goals They find ways and they allow me to be around them to learn from them. So if you think about somebody who's going to go out on a particular day and really the marathon itself is the finish of many hundreds of miles to get there. It's the last 26.2 miles of the journey. But by following them, by talking to them, by seeing them grow, by seeing them change, I've changed. I have now become a product of those people. Whether or not I ever witness, participate in the Boston Marathon is irrelevant. What's relevant is the success they have leaves clues for my success. It's one of the reasons I ultimately became a marathoner because I was sitting in a manager's meeting for the hospital I worked in And the CEO stood in front of 50 or so people and started talking about some of the kind of rules that I've now developed. And he asked anybody who'd run a marathon. And several people raised their hands. And at that time, I wasn't one. And he talked about how amazing they were and their work ethic and and their dedication and their focus. And I was like, I have that. Why can't I be mentioned in those same conversations? And that started to plant that seed. I mean, there are many seeds that were planted over the years for me to be a marathoner, but that was one I won't forget because I wanted the next time that he stood in front of the room and he called out and he gave props, he gave kudos to successful people, managers. I wanted to be one. So I began to go up to those people and ask questions. How do they do it? Yes, they had children. They have families just like I do. But how do they make the time, find the time? Because we will make the time for what's important to us. So it's, that's another reason or way that I decided I was going to go with goal-oriented people, find people I wanted to emulate and follow them and learn for them. So my challenge for you 
with rule number five of Danish, which is to go with goal-oriented people, is examine your friends. Who do you hang around with? Are they making money? Do they have a good job? What's their family life? What do they want to do? Whatever, whatever motivates. What is part of your why? Are they going to help you live your why? So surround yourself with the five people that will help you get there. Build healthy relationships. Ask questions. Become a sponge. And do what they do. But do it your way. So go with goal-oriented people. Rule number five of Danish. Let's take a quick pause, recap the top five rules of Danish. See if you can memorize them, work on them, implant them in your head, your brain, and live them. Rule number one is every day is a great day. Start the day off with a positive thought, make it a positive day. Take responsibility is rule number two. Take responsibility for your actions, positively, negatively, but you own it. Take it and take responsibility. Embrace the crap. Sometimes it rains. Sometimes you step in dog do, but you know what? Life continues. Wipe it off, dry off, and embrace the crap. Life happens to you, live it, be it, make yourself better because of it. Rule number four of Danish, goal-oriented people find ways. Set your goals. Work through your goals. You are what you become because of your goals. Stay focused, fall down, get back up. The world is for triers keep trying. Rule number four of Danish, goal-oriented people find ways. Rule number five goes right back to rule number four, which is goal-oriented people find ways. Go with goal-oriented people. I said earlier that you, yes you, are the product of the five people you hang out with the most. Look around you. Who are they? What are they doing? Are they dreamers, believers, and doers? Do they emulate? Do they do the things you would like to do? Follow them. Make it yours. Take ownership. Go with goal-oriented people. Top five Danish rules. Rule number six of Danish is extra effort is the key to success. It's that one little moment, that one little moment of doubt that you say no. That moment of doubt that you say, I can do it. I'm going to go farther. I will achieve it because I am goal-oriented. I've surrounded myself with goal-oriented people. I know every day is a great day. I'm embracing the crap and I'm taking responsibility for my success right now. That's why every personal development book uses fitness as an analogy for success, right? Because it's going to be hard if you're running, if you're lifting weights. It's going to be hard. There's going to be a moment when you're tired and winded and your muscles hurt and your body is sore. And you can choose at that moment to say, F it, I'm done, I'm out. And then what have you done? You quit. And success doesn't happen in quitting. Success happens in trying and trying and trying and trying. And that transcendent moment when you become better because you've told yourself, you've taught yourself that extra effort is the key to success. You have to make the effort. You have to bring it yourself. A trainer, a coach, we can encourage, we can high five. We can be on our hands and knees telling you we believe in you. You have to plant that seed so you believe in you. You've planted that seed. You believe in yourself. You know that you have to go a little farther. You have to push a little more. You've become comfortable being uncomfortable. And that equates to giving extra effort. And that is the key to your long-term success. So make the effort. Don't quit. Remember, the world is for triers. If you give half-ass effort, 
you will get half-assed results. So dig deeper, go deeper, go farther, and remember that extra effort is the key to success. It doesn't matter what you do. What matters is that you do it. Rule number seven of Danish, it doesn't matter what you do. What matters is that you do it. Nike got it right. Just do it. You've got to wake up. You've got to show up. You have to kick ass every day. Every single day. I said earlier that the world is for tries. You will slip. You will fall. You will doubt. You will dream. But you've got to do it again and again and again. There's a bunch of stuff out there. There are a bunch of people that are going to promise you everything. And ultimately, whatever you choose to do, as long as it's healthy, as long as it harms no one, you just have to do it today, next week, the week after, in a month, in a year, and 10 years from now. And depending on your age, you'll look back because the past happens too fast. The future doesn't happen fast enough, but you can turn around and 10 years will get behind you so fast. When it comes to health and fitness, you know, if this year... The recording of this podcast is 2018. You put on five pounds, it's really no big deal. Your pants, your skirts, your shirt should pretty much all fit. But now do that repeatedly for 10 years. You've now put on 50 pounds. So that's where you have to be careful. So in the health, wellness, personal development world that we talk about or have started talking about, you have to determine where you want to be. You want to work in reverse. What do you want to achieve at the end of next year? So where we just started the last quarter of the year, when it was January 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and maybe you were having New Year's resolutions and maybe you're one of the 5% that truly wrote down their goals, go back and look at where they are today. Did you show up? Did you wake up? Did you kick ass every single day? And sometimes, again, you're going to trip, you're going to fall, you're going to stumble, you're going to spill coffee in your lap. So what? Because it doesn't matter what you do. It matters that you did it. and You did it more times than you didn't do it. So if you set a goal to walk, run, train, Uh, come to Camp Gladiator, whatever it is, 12 times this month or last month and you came 11, are you really a failure? No, you did it 11 times. That's why when we talk, if we meet one-on-one, if we Skype, if we FaceTime and we're doing life coaching, the first question I'm going to ask you is what was your biggest win since the last week we talked? It changes that mindset. We tend to know where we failed. So if you set that goal for 12 and you went 11, You might feel like a failure. Don't. You did it more times than you didn't. You succeeded more times than you didn't. Again, if you had had enchiladas and you had a margarita today, well, you can't have them every day if you want to be healthy and well. So decide what you want to do. Know that extra effort is the key to success. And whatever you're going to do, show up. You have to show up. And it doesn't matter what you decide to do. What matters is that you show up doing what you said you were going to do. Rule number seven of Danish, it doesn't matter what you do, what matters is that you do it. Dream big, dream often, dream out loud. Rule number eight of Danish, it's one of my favorites. I like to tell people all the time that dreams do not have an expiration date. The example I give is that my father became a physician at 35 years old. He had the dream, he never let the dream die, and he chose with a family, the mortgage, with bills, with responsibilities, to chase his dream, become a doctor at 35 years old. And I bet you still have dreams too. I talk to clients, dreamers, campers, champions all the time and ask them what their dreams are. And our dream academy literally started because I was talking 
and had talked to several women who were probably in their mid to late 40s, who were empty nesters or just about to be empty nesters, and had asked them what their dreams were, what their dreams are. And several of them would look at me with tears running down their face and tell me they literally don't even know what I'm talking about. And I would try to explain, and they would go on to explain that basically they'd been Mrs. Jones, they'd been Jimmy's mommy, but they hadn't been Joni for the last 20 years. They don't look like they did 20 years ago. They don't feel like they did 20 years ago. And all their dreams and hopes have been put into their children, their family, and their relationships. And they didn't know how to dream. So we said, let's build a dream academy and let's remind you to dream big, dream often, dream out loud, and that dreams don't have an expiration date. So what I would do, or what we do, is I just go back to sitting in your elementary school classroom when you're looking out the window and you see the wind blowing and you hear chimes or birds or you see a water, it's raining, and you'd be staring off into space. And the teacher would begin to call on you, call on you again, call on you again. And you just kind of look and you had no earthly idea what she was talking about because you were dreaming about slaying the dragons, playing in the puddle in the rain, climbing a mountain, climbing on the monkey bar, sliding down the slide, playing with your friends, being a ballerina, being a professional athlete, being a fireman, being a police officer, being a veterinarian. But you were dreaming. And somewhere along the way, life took a left turn, took a right turn, and you forgot that it's okay to dream, that you should share your dreams. And the next time somebody shares their dream with you, don't ask them how they're going to do it. Look them in the eye and say, wow. And do it with passion and do it with excitement. Don't squash their dreams because it may be really fragile and maybe we don't know everybody's background that they told that they shouldn't dream. They need to clock in, clock out, work their 40 hours, work for the gold watch, which doesn't really exist anymore. And they were told they shouldn't dream. They just had to live in this little box. Well, the world wasn't changed by the people in the box. The world was changed by people who are a little off-center, a little out of the norm. Change happens when people question What's in existence? Somebody had to think of the space shuttle. Somebody had to think of the lunar module. Somebody had to think of the building, the office, the house you're sitting in. Somebody had to think of the internet. Somebody had to think of the ability for me to do a podcast with very limited equipment that I can blast and, and offer all over the world, all over the globe. Somebody had to think of it before they did it. So those people, that person, they dreamed big, they dreamed often, and Lord, did they dream out loud. I'm going to challenge you to remember your dreams, share your dreams, dream big, dream often, dream out loud, remind yourself each and every day that dreams don't have an expiration date. Want to learn how to play the guitar? Take lessons. Watch YouTube. Figure it out. Consistency is the key to success. It doesn't matter what you do. What matters is that you do it. You do it today. You do it the next day. You do it the next day. That's all that matters. So rule number eight of Danish is dream big, dream often, and dream out loud. Today is the most important day of your life. Rule number nine of Danish is today is the most important day of your life. Every day is a great day. Show up every day with a big smile, high fives, passion, fire, and fuel. So today is all you have and it is the most important day of your life. Bring your whole self each and every day. Today 
is ultimately your tomorrow. That is, should be, or if it isn't a rule that I've written, I'm going to add today is your tomorrow. But today is the most important day of your life. You're not guaranteed another one. So live it to the fullest. Live it like the Tim McGraw song says. Live like you're dying. Tell the people you love that you love them and never assume they know. Why? Because today, this day, this moment is the most important day of your life. Rule number nine of Danish. Today is the most important day of your life. Never waste a heartbeat. Rule number 10 of Danish. Life is precious. It isn't practice. And you're never guaranteed a tomorrow. I've always thought that this should be the number one rule of Danish. But if I did it that way, that people would quit listening. So I wanted to capture the audience and we made it number 10. There are more rules to come. But you're never guaranteed another heartbeat. You're never guaranteed the opportunity to tell the people you love that you love them. So I encourage you to tell them you love them and never assume they know. I've lost too many friends and family members along the way where you didn't get to say goodbye. You didn't get to give that last hug. You didn't get to say how much you valued and you cherished their friendship. So make sure you tell people while they're alive that they are special to you. Make sure you dream big, dream often, and dream out loud. Make sure you share your dreams with people. Make sure you've given extra effort. Make sure you found those people that push you in those goal-oriented people. Make sure you are one of those goal-oriented people and you find ways. Make sure throughout your journey on this earth that you embrace the crap and you blossom to become of it. Make sure you've taken responsibility for your actions. Make sure you woke up each and every day saying that every day is a great day. So make today the most precious, important day of your life. So live like the Tim McGraw song says, live like you're dying. Because your challenge today and every day is to never waste a heartbeat. Rule number 10 of Danish, never waste a heartbeat. Hey, real quick before you go, I want to say thank you. I want to say I appreciate you. I want to to know that you are the light in the world, that your positivity makes all the difference in the world. And no matter how dark it may seem, I want to challenge you to shine your light. How can you shine your light today? Would you be kind enough to go to your favorite podcast app and leave a review so that more ears, more positivity can be spread into the universe? There just can't be enough. Imagine how we could change the world if we really... As a group, as a whole, all the listeners, all the followers turned positivity into possibility. So again, if you'd be kind enough to go to your favorite podcast app and leave a review. My next ask is to make sure that you're in the know and all the things that we are doing in order to turn positivity into possibility, in order to empower women of the Gen X generation to live with purpose, passion, grow stronger, and age with awesomeness. Make sure you go to daneboyle.com today and subscribe to get positivity in your inbox. What's the best that can happen? Thank you for waking up and being amazing with me, Dane Boyle of daneboyle.com. I want to remind you, you have everything inside of you to make your dreams come true. Let's get into action together. Schedule the discovery call today and get started. What's the best that can happen?